Yes, sir. How are you, Alan? I'm very well. So it looks like, uh, based on your tweet earlier, looks like a little bit of a tweak and an important one for the Maple Leafs, as uh, as you say, 16 and 34 reunited. Yeah, there was a uh, last couple of games. Uh, I'm sure people out there uh, have uh, have noted with the Leafs coming into town that uh, success has sort of uh, eluded them in terms of uh, you know forward line chemistry. Uh, Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner broken up the other night uh, against Detroit on a back-to-back. Uh, there was two or three changes uh, as a matter of fact. So uh, anyway, uh, given the uh, power versus power potential of tonight, uh, Matthews and Marner back together again, although the uh, the, uh, the wrinkle is Pontus Holmberg, sort of a unknown in the last uh, couple of years. Uh, pretty good soldier. Uh, it's been third line, fourth line. They've uh, He's been the victim whenever any new guys have come in, and they've had to push guys down to the Toronto Marlies. Uh, finally getting some recognition and a couple of goals. Uh, good digger in the corners, uh, decent finisher. And so that's something to, uh, to watch tonight uh, for sure, keeping in mind, of course, Edmonton has uh, last line change, but uh, I think it's going to be very interesting game. Uh, based on, uh, as I said, uh, star power on both teams. You know, and uh, I, I've always liked what the Maple Leafs have done. They have, the, as you say, the star power, Matthews and Marner on the top line. But usually, and often it comes from Europe, sometimes college, uh, there are some plug-and-play, inexpensive value contracts they can put in there, a la what the Penguins have done with Crosby. And that's important, right? Because you, you don't want to have all of your cannons necessarily uh, on one line. You'd like to have one player maybe o- on the top line who can can handle it but isn't making a bazillion so you can move a, a little bit of the offense down to the second line. Oh, oh, for sure. And with the Maple Leafs, by greater extension, uh, their issue is uh, too many uh, – Eggs in one basket in terms of the, sal- the salary cap, and you added that next year with the ninety-two million dollar deal that uh, William Nylander uh, signed uh, uh, last week. So they've uh, they do have uh, they're, they're trying to split all that up uh, as best they can. I mean, it's uh, the league power play really is something to watch. Uh, not necessarily having the success they had uh, last year, and of course, uh, you guys at Edmonton are no strangers to uh, what uh, really good talent can do uh, up front, but. Uh, Nylander uh, playing tonight with uh, Tavares and Matthew Nyes, who was uh, on the on the left side with uh, Matthews and Marner, drops down to his uh, his wing. So it should that wing with uh, Nylander and Tavares. So uh, it should be interesting. I mean, it will also come down to uh, you know some pretty good play on the the third and fourth lines, which uh, Edmonton has certainly enjoyed with its recent success. Uh, Toronto. Uh, has uh, has had some production issues with some of those guys, especially the new guys, uh, Max Domi and Tyler Bertuzzi, been sort of hot and cold. So uh, this is a uh, first look uh, from the fans out west at uh, what these two guys have, have brought to the Leafs. So uh, it will be an interesting evening. Lance Hornby, our guest from Post Media on Sports 1440 in the Lowdown with Low Tide. Uh, Lance, I, at some point, a player gets so famous that, that sometimes I think fans roll their eyes when they're mentioned. But I, you know... I, I think one of the stories that, that, I mean, it gets a lot of publicity, but it's worth talking about again, is Austin Matthews with 33 goals in 40 games. Now, he, that means he's been relatively healthy the first half, and he's scoring at, at really historic rates for this era. And, and you know, sometimes I think people hesitate to talk about it because he's so famous and people are kind of tired of it. But even if you are, this is a great story. Fair? Yeah, you know, I mean, the big thing with Matthews, uh, and you know, along with the accolades you mentioned there, it just really hasn't uh, 
really grabbed the team by the horn sometimes and 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 led them the way people would expect a player of that uh, caliber and that uh, certainly in that salary range to do. I think you've seen it a lot with, uh, with Connor, obviously there uh, getting the, the team, a couple of playoff rounds in uh, there was, you know, uh, not to take away from the fact Austin played very well in the playoffs last year, at least in the first round, Toronto finally getting uh, past there. And of course uh, they ran into a pretty good uh, team in Florida. Uh, so there's, there's this, always a thing that is, you know, it, it can Matthews also be a leader, and John Tavares won't be around uh, forever. I think the captaincy will eventually move to uh, to him. Uh, you know, in the next uh, two or three years, depending on what uh, what happens with Tavares beyond the next contract. So I, I think that's where people want to see the uh, the growth in, in Matthews. But I, you know, to, to your point, I think people here, especially in Toronto, are, are sort of spoiled. I mean, this is a this is a wonderful team to watch. Certainly, the most uh, exciting Leaf team in my memory of uh, covering this team almost uh, 40 years. And uh, unfortunately, because of the uh, lack of playoff success, uh, it really, really aren't getting their due. But for the six months of the regular season, this team is, uh, is quite, uh, you know, quite a treat to watch uh, the way Matthews can, uh, can, can shoot, can skate. I don't think he's in the speed category of, of McDavid, but uh, certainly he, he gets better year to year and uh, interesting, uh, that he's, you know, there's sort of been the back and forth with, with him and Connor and the uh, and the Rocket Richard Trophy. Looks like uh, Matthews at this point, but uh, you know, we we saw last season how uh, you know, McDavid responded. So I think it's it's you know, I think this kind of a competition, this kind of a game tonight, especially, will uh, be one that uh, elevates Matthews. Uh, we'll have to see a puck drop. Uh, Jones start tonight in goal. Yes, uh, you know, he's he's uh, Martin's been a, a very good. Uh, a very good addition to the team. Uh, a quick history lesson: Toronto, uh, you know, with all the goaltending injuries they've had, were uh, have lost a couple of uh, or gambled on some, uh, you know, some goaltenders uh, getting through waivers didn't work. They gambled on uh, Garrett Sparks being the next uh, great thing, and he didn't work out. So uh, the fact that the uh, new GM Brad Treliving was able a to get Jones and then have him get through waivers has been a big thing. And they uh, ran into uh, injuries with, uh, with Joseph wall and then uh, some uh, breakdowns by uh, Ilya Samsonov and uh, you know, Jones comes in, he wins four or five straight and suddenly the ship gets righted again. So he's been very, very important. Uh, No surprise at all that he's starting tonight, even though Samsonov came back, played pretty good against, um, you know, uh, on, uh, on on the weekend, uh, had the game against Detroit Finally, his first uh, game and first decent game back since uh, well before New Year's. But Martin Jones, a pretty steady guy. You know what you're getting, but uh, the Leafs can't think they're going to uh, roll with him all the way through. They're getting Joseph Wall back probably after the All-Star break and uh, will be an interesting match, especially if Samsonov uh, recovers as well. Uh, You know, it'll be, you know, they haven't had the luxury of having a really hot goalie going in. They've had to switch a couple of times last year is when uh, Samsonov got hurt and Joseph Wall got thrown in. So, uh, it will be quite interesting, uh, especially the way that uh, Dennis Hildeby, their young kid in the in the farm, is uh, is playing as well. They called him up for a couple of games as well. He may factor into this before it's all over at the end. Hildeby is interesting to me. I go. I remember Johnny Bauer. I also remember Paul Harrison. So I know it's you know feast and famine sometimes. But <laughs> <laughs> but Hildeby just fascinates me just due to his size and and how he's. I'm not saying he's been stealth, but but don't people don't talk about it. He's he's got a nine eighteen save percentage in the AHL. That's pretty damn good. 
Yeah, you know what? I mean, the big thing with him, uh, pardon the pun, is is his height, 6'7". His nickname is the Hildebeest. Uh, you know, Toronto uh, not known for developing goaltenders uh, other than James Reimer and now, uh, you know, uh, Wall, as I mentioned. But uh, this kid, uh, even though he's only been in North America a few months, uh, lots of poise. He, uh, he's not just big. He uses, uh, you know, he's he's got great side-to-side uh, motion. He's He's an older kid. And, uh, you know, I was totally on board with not rushing him. Everyone wanted to see him when Samsonov uh, was faltering. But, uh, you know, next year may be his time to shine. But uh, any time you can develop a goalie within your own system, that is so much better for the uh, the franchise in general because Toronto has spent, uh, you know, untold millions and untold uh, resources trying to land the right guy. So a uh, final area is, uh, you know, we assume there's a possibility at least Toronto will, will do something with the goaltending and, and add at the deadline somewhere. They have their first round pick in 2024, no second. And then the first and second next year are gone. Is that first round pick this year coming up in 2024? Do you think it's in play, even though it'll leave them a little bit uh, w- without much in the top two rounds for the next two years? Well, you know what? I think they've uh, they've done a lot uh, of dealing, as, as you've mentioned, uh, probably against you know Kyle Dubas when he was a general manager here for a few years was very big on resources, and then uh, came to note that he did not have the uh, the horses when it came to playoff time, and thus sacrificed uh, some of those uh, some of those moves. Uh, it, it's it's interesting to say. I mean, you you think. I would say, yeah, sure, the pick is in play. They can easily get it back. I mean, they had to do that. Uh, Last year, they uh, dealt Rasmus Sandin to Washington to pick up uh, the the selection they have now, I think. But uh, if they use it, I think it'll be on a defenseman, not necessarily a goaltender. I think uh, out of those four that I mentioned, uh, two of them, I think, will, uh, you know, uh, health uh, concerns aside, of course, they'll be ready to go. If they use that pick, I think it's going to be on a defenseman. And uh, that's a longstanding thing with not just the Leafs, but everybody. And, of course, yeah. the problem is everybody at the trade deadline is looking for defensemen. So uh, <laughs> that remains to be seen. Good stuff. Thanks for this. Appreciate it very much.